Would you think if I boarded your ship, would you give those transmissions to me? How can this be a real consular ship? No ambassador that I can see. Oh, you're all spies with illicit help from your friends. Hey, but nice try with illicit help from your friends. You're gonna die along with all of your friends. What did you do with those plans you were sent? I'm a diplomat from Alderaan. You're not on a merciful mission this time. But I'm hoping you'll believe I am. No, cause you lie with illicit help from your friends. You're a spy with illicit help from your friends. You're gonna die along with all of your friends. I want those plans in my glove. Can you see she's a traitor? I need those plans in my glove. One part was jettisoned during the fight. I believe you'll find the plans inside. We'll bring the passengers all that we find. And you know that I want them alive. Oh, you're a spy with illicit help from your friends. Mm, and you lie with illicit help from your friends. Oh, you're gonna die with illicit help from your friends. Do you need something better? I want those plants in my glove. Can you see she's a traitor? I need those plants in my glove. Oh, you're a spy with illicit help from your friends. And they lie with illicit help from their friends. Mm, gonna die with illicit help from your friends. Yes, they're all spies with illicit help from their friends. With illicit help from their friends. Yeah. Listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. Hey, what's happening? Welcome. Welcome to the show, show 41. Last show in New York City. Alright, let's get right to it. Give me one second here, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to get Jason Mocha on the line so he can join the show. Hello? Jason, what's happening, man? What's up? Welcome to show 41, the last show in New York City. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is the final the final New York City show. The final broadcast from the Big Apple. Can you believe it? I can. Yes. From here on out, the shows will be broadcast from Mars PA. Yeah, as they should be. Unreal, unreal. My oh, lord. God. Yeah, so... Are you packed up? Are you ready? Yeah, so my mom and younger sister, Danielle, are in New York. They just stepped right. out to go get lunch, uh, an early lunch, and then um, I will join them once we are done. They they want to go shopping. So actually, uh, while they're here, we're not really doing much packing because Danielle's leaving on Friday. So my mom and I have all day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to finish up all the packing. Well, that's good. So yesterday they flew in, and we we immediately went down to Broadway to see Bette Midler in Hello, Dolly, which was unbelievably good. Unreal. Good. And then we went to dinner at my favorite restaurant, Quality Meats, where I got that that big steak with the giant bone coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, you got the tomahawk, man. Huge. Oh, my God. That's my favorite restaurant in New York. And that's my favorite, that's my favorite it- steakhouse. Is it like a Roos Chris or something? Or Well, Quality Meats... Um, it's a little more unique than like a Ruth's Chris because there's one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, I don't know the full history, but I do think it's owned by like, it's either owned by like the Peter Luger people or something. I'm not really sure. Someone big owns it. And, and there, there, there is another restaurant called Quality Italian that's owned by the same people. But Quality mm. Meats as a steakhouse is a unique steakhouse. It's not like a big chain. 
You know, they have a lot of different stuff on their menu. Their sides are very unique. And that's why I like it because it's a combination of really good steak and really unique sides. You, you know what I mean? So it's just not yeah. it's not just not like mashed potatoes and broccoli. You know, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of different yeah, yeah. stuff on the menu. Like my salad, okay, was slices of tomato, onion rings covered in bacon jam. Wow. It was unbelievable. It was like it was like a deconstructed BLT. That's it, interesting. It was it was unbelievably good. And then of course the steak with they have their they they make um I'm at the table their own homemade uh steak sauce which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I always get some bernet sauce as well just to have some options. And I had a few yeah. I had a few Manhattans and, and we just had a really nice evening and today they're going to go eat lunch while we do this and then we're going to go to 5th Avenue and blow it out and shop and stuff. And then Danielle leaves tomorrow and then my mom and I pack up the rest of the apartment. And then you are the movers come on what Monday? The movers come on Monday. Yes. And my okay. mom and I will leave New York on on Monday also. Okay, so uh, how are you getting all your stuff home? It's going to be in a huge moving truck. I, I hired people to, to to move it. Yeah, but you, you said you, you wanted to take some things yes. that you didn't want them to touch. So I rented um, like a Jeep. I think they, I don't know if they said Jeep Liberty or Grand Cherokee or something of that size. Oh, and then you're going to drive home? Yes. yes. And then you got to drop it off where? I'll be coming to Mars. Okay, and then you drop your rental car off where? Oh, so, somewhere in Cranberry with like Hertz. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. where it is. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, and I have till Wednesday to do that. I, I gave myself a, a buffer day. Because honestly, there's a chance that after a day of all this moving, I want to get out of New York, and then my mom and I might just stay at a hotel like off the highway. Just yeah. in case we're totally exhausted. Because it's a seven-hour drive. That's pretty long, man. She's yeah. gonna drive with you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a long ride, man. It is. So, my goal is Monday to get out of the city. Even if we stay at a hotel in Jersey, or we drive into Pennsylvania, and just find like a Hampton Inn or something like off the highway. Yeah. That might yeah. happen. Even if it's not that late in the day, we might just be so tired. And my mom, I don't know if she can help drive really. So I might have to be doing it. Plus, I have to load the the car. So it's managing all the movers and all the furniture, loading up the music and stuff that I want to take personally and my suitcases and everything, and then driving seven hours. So I'm not really sure. And it's not like I'm driving just – it's not like I'm driving from like a regular city. I'm driving in and out of Manhattan. It's not – this is like the most stressful thing like you could possibly do is move out of this city. You know, Webb and I, we uh, rented a car when we went to, came up to New York in, like, 2012. Yeah. We went to that Joseph Abood um, um, fashion show. Okay. Their, their, like, runway show. It was at the uh, New York Public Library where, like, Ghostbusters was filmed. Sure, yeah. And we, we rented a car and drove into Manhattan. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not ever doing that again. No, no, no. No, like, it's, no. A, it's fly or bust. Yeah. But- like, I, w- I would rather, like, skydive into Manhattan. Like seriously, I I don't know. I I honestly I honestly don't know how we're gonna get out of the city. There the only there's only three ways out. Yeah. There are the two tunnels and the bridge. Right. And now, I always came through the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, but see that's far from me. There's a there's the George Washington Bridge is much closer, but it's but it's under construction. Okay. And and, then the, and, and we're then gonna the Holland, and we're right? gonna be yeah, but those aren't close to to me. No, those are like those are down further. Those yeah. are like near the uh, Lincoln's closer to like um it's they're uh, they're midtown the, and lower yeah, midtown. Manhattan. Lower Manhattan, yeah. That's, so that's more near Wall Street. Yes. So I could drive up to 181st Street and go across this bridge. But I'm wor- I'm worried that after all this packing and stuff, we're going to be driving in like rush hour. Right, but like okay, so you're gonna pack. You're gonna leave on Monday, right? After yeah. these movers pack all your stuff. Yes. What time are the movers coming? They said they said most likely between eight a.m. and ten a.m. Okay, so let's just call it nine a.m. They yeah. come at nine a.m. It's gonna take them what at least three hours? At least three. Okay, so, so let's say you don't even get out of there till two p.m. Well, that might be good then, 
yeah, that might not be a bad idea. You you would be okay. Yes, but if, if you if you wait till five p.m., you're jammed. No, I I, will, I literally if if I I'm serious that um I'm not gonna pack the arrow bed, and uh I'm gonna leave the arrow bed out, and just on, in case. And honestly, like if that's the case where my mom and I can't leave till like five, and I'll be able to check on my phone the uh, traffic. And yeah. if it is solid red, I don't know what we're gonna do. Cause the because the uh, tunnels will be solid red also. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll just stay here a night, get a hotel in the city, park the car in a garage, and leave tomorrow or leave the next day in like the middle of the day after sleeping. You know, yeah, like after I mean, the morning I think, rush. I think leaving, you know, before two PM would be your best bet. Yes, definitely. To get out of there. So you I know, remember leaving there. It was just yes. hey man, I when we stayed we stayed in Midtown. Chris and I, and it was just, you know, they charged us like two or three nights. It was like a hundred dollars a night to yeah. park my car. It's insane. It's just insane. It, it, it's insane. I was like, you're yeah. kidding me. This is a joke. Yeah, it, it's insane. It's it, it's you totally know? I'm insane. Now I don't know why I chose to move on a Monday. The, listen, the date was totally arbitrary. To be completely right. honest. Hey, hey, you're lucky that it's better than a Saturday or a Sunday when everybody's flying around there on yep. the weekend. And so um, I'm thinking, you know, it, it see, uh, there's a lot of circumstances around why I, I picked it. If it was too early or too late, my, I don't think my mom would have been able to come and, you know, because of her situation and stuff. And yeah. it kind of seemed like a, the right time. And the 22nd is a Monday. It, I, I, you know, it's a move day. I have like the whole week to return like a rental car, you know, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? And then, like, if – and then the, my lease is up on the 31st. If something happens, I could always come back between the 22nd and the 31st, right? So I don't know. I just kind of arbitrarily picked that date, but I think subconsciously it was, like, the – there was a lot of factors that went into why I chose the 22nd. You know, it, it seemed random, but it, but it kind of wasn't. Right. Because, again, if you start on a Monday, if stuff goes wrong or something happens, you have the whole week to keep like to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know? Or if you start on a Friday, oh, we don't do things on Sundays, and then things are closed, and the Hertz isn't open, so you can't return it till Monday, so you have to pay for an extra day. And it's like, well, let's just start on a, on a Monday and just get this moving. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everything's pretty much packed. I just need a few more boxes for some kind of like all my beds close like uh my, mm-hmm. my comforters and pillows and you know i have two pull-out beds so i need i need boxes for all of that stuff there's another comforter and more pillows and blankets and you know just kind of random things that i i need i need boxes for but i gotta tell mm-hmm. you man i'm packing all my wardrobe boxes wardrobe boxes are the best invention ever mm-hmm. that, that you just hang up your uh, your clothes yeah you, you know just throw them in there yeah you don't have to fold them and then pack the hanger separately boom and you, when you get to your new place, you just take them off the hangers and put them in the closet. Great. So great. I'm very happy. Done about and done. That. Yeah. Done and done. So anyway. Um, Listen, I don't really want to talk about the game. Well, the, <laughs> I, I watched after they scored the second goal, Ottawa, I, I turned it off. Yeah. Listen. What, what the hell happened? What is going I, I, on, I dude? Know. I don't know. Did they just blow know. all their steam on the Capitals? Do they have nothing they left? They, they they look very tired. I'm not going to lie. I just think that they're. I think they're just they 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 don't have legs right now. Yeah, I'm telling they you, they man. Don't have their legs. Ottawa looks like. I don't know. They're just dancing all around us. Yeah, it's it's an ugly scene out there. It's I mean, a bloodbath, Michael. I mean, five to one. That's just not acceptable. No. And unless it's five one penguins, now that seems more appropriate. Correct. But five one Ottawa just seems a little like we need to do something about it. And honestly, I watched the replay of Crosby scoring. I don't even think they like celebrated. No, no, no. Nor should they. No, like I think I think Crosby was like, oh God, thank God, at least we didn't get uh, you know blown out. Now there's yeah. now there's a lot of hockey to play. This is not over. No, it's not over, but it doesn't look good at the moment. But. If we win tomorrow, it, it, then it's just it's two two. We still have home ice. Yeah, and it's just like that. We won our home games, and they won their home games. Yeah. So at, at the end of the day, if we win tomorrow, we're they still have to beat us on home ice one more time. That's to win true. The series. That's true. So if you look at it like that, 
um, we're okay. okay. But uh, tomorrow is a, a, a big game. I always think that when uh, the two-one game is the, the most crucial game. Yeah, I, a lot of people think, think the two-two game is the most crucial. I think the two-one game is because like if the cat like the Capitals, we went up three to one. Yeah, if it was two-two, it really would have changed things. Three-one yeah. is a you have a little bit of. Um, room for error so to speak yeah because it's it's all part of that like mental yeah that like mental aspect where you know you know like because because like like you said um i don't remember which player it was but you said that when they uh, they were interviewing the caps after the series the one guy said you know they knew they lost it when they went down three yeah. to one yeah that's it because it's like um it's it's like a mental hurdle. Like, exactly. Okay, if you're down three one to the champs, yeah. Like, let's be honest. Like, what are your what are your real chances of coming back? Exactly. I don't think great. I no. Mean, I'm gonna let's just be honest about it. But hey, the Penguins have had a really good run. Regardless, man. I don't. You know, I obviously I want them to win, but yeah. If they lose, it's like it's not a failure by any means. It, it's they played a lot of hockey in the past two and a half years and maybe it's just catching up with them to be honest with you yeah and that's what i was thinking as well if you think about it they ran all the way to the cup last year one and now they're trying to run again and it's like how much more hockey have they played than teams they that... played the most playoff games since 2008 i believe by yeah. any team yeah so they they have a lot of extra miles on their legs exactly now let's talk well, about injuries. I saw something online. There was no Rust, Hornquist, no, and Schultz. We're, we're getting killed out there. Like, like what? What are happening to these uh, players? Basically, we're the Mighty Ducks, like D one, like District Five Mighty Ducks, man. <laughs> we're just like, we're, it's like uh, we don't even have like the right equipment. No, like you remember the Mighty Ducks, man? Yeah. They were wearing like football helmets and yep. like soccer shin pads and stuff. <laughs> And like football pads, like that's, you know, that's us. It's so funny because, like, in the first series against the Blue Jackets, it was like we embarrassed them, and then we were embarrassing yeah. the Caps, but they came back to fight. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, these Penguins are going to go all the way again. Like they're just yeah. they're beasts. And then first game against Ottawa, it, it it looked like a totally different team. It it was it was weird, right? Yeah, like something had happened to them. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm upset. Me too, me too. I mean, we st we watched Iron Chef or some crap. Like I said, mom, yeah. I was like turn this off, turn this off. Like I, I can't. And then so we it was two zero, and then we switched to Iron Chef, and we're watching it. And Danielle checks the score. It was four zero in those yeah. few minutes. They had scored two more goals. Yeah. It, it, listen, it was just Flurry looked like he was confused. But listen, there. The coaches know something that we don't. Yes. Like, Mark Streit played last night. He hasn't played in, like, a month and a half. Okay. Two months. There's a reason he hasn't. And Flurry, like, Flurry, that's why I was telling you, Murray's our goalie, dude. Now, do you Murray. think there is any chance Murray could come back? Who, Murray? Yes. Yeah, I, I think there's a really good chance of it. In the next game? Yeah, I, I mean... I, I will say that my my if I was the coach I'd play Murray, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to play Flurry because of he got us here. Yes, and you have to reward him. And after losses, Flurry's really good. We yeah. lost that one game to Columbus. Yeah, and the next game he stopped forty nine shots. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so it, it, Capitals. I mean, game game five and six he loses. In like pretty handily, yeah. and in Game Seven, shutout yeah. on the road. That's true. So you kind of have to give him maybe an opportunity to redeem himself. Yes. So you know. I, now, if we get but, pummeled again tomorrow, do you think uh, Sullivan will uh, say, "Listen, Flurry, thank you so much, yes. Murray. It's time to go." Un undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Undoubtedly. You know what, though? We are, regardless of what happens in this series, uh, we're spoiled as Penguins fans. That we even, that we even, this is such a good problem to have, uh, Jason. We're mm -hmm. talking about, you know, third round of the playoffs, possible Stanley Cup run again. 
Like there are teams they've never even gone to the cup. Their 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 fans have never even gone to a playoff game. And so at the end of the day, <laughs> no, this, that's true. I this, mean, isn't isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, like you know, we're we're so lucky that we're we're complaining about how how we might not go to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> right. That's what I mean, man. It's, so. It's, yeah. At the end of the day, we're still spoiled. Yeah, we, we are. So uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not like. Yes, I'm. I'm pissed about the game. It is just one game. Whether you lose two to one in overtime or you lose seven to nothing, it's it's just one loss. Yes, it's the... one loss for us, and it's only one win for them. Exactly. Scoring eight goals in a game and preventing zero goals doesn't mean you get two wins. It exactly. Means you get one win. Exactly. So in you know you can't. You can't be too high. You can't be like the Senators can't be too high because of the win, and the, and the Penguins can't be too low. Yeah, they just have to do. They have to go at it. Like I mean, losing those two games, five and six, to the Capitals, I yeah. thought mentally, how could the Pens win another game? But yeah, because they they look beat, like physically beat too. Yeah, but they made it happen. Right. So the Pens just have to remember that. They have to remember. Wait a minute, guys. A few a couple weeks ago. Yeah. The, the Caps were destroying us, and then we won the series 2-0 to zero in their house. Yeah. So let's just remember this. And well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pull for the Pens, and yeah. if, if they win and they play Nashville, we're going to go down to Nashville for a game. Oh, definitely. Because if we play Nashville, we'll have home ice. Yeah, okay. So it'll be games 3, 4, and 6 there. How does that work? Like how well, did, we had we had more points than them. We had a better record than them. I see. So they they go by a points. Yeah. Yeah, because something has to decide who has home ice. Someone yeah. has to have home ice. Sure. Yeah. And it, we we have it throughout. Like it doesn't matter who we play from now. On. We have it. We're the best team remaining. So that's wise. that's why the Caps had had home ice. They had more, yeah. more points. They were the only team in the whole league that had more points than we did. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what you said last show about how the Capitals kind of march around as if they've won something. Yes. And you're totally correct about that. They have such a cocky attitude. They really do. And it's like you guys haven't done anything besides, you know, get the most points in a season, which means nothing. No, they, like I said, the organization has played in one Stanley Cup final. They got swept. In the Ovechkin era, they've never gone past the second round. They haven't done anything. So honestly, like what? They, but they do. They seem so cocky. Yeah. But they. But they've. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think the Penguins are cocky at all. No, they're just. They have a quiet confidence about them. But I think you. If you remember the Capitals game, and um, uh, we went up two nothing, and then yeah, the third game they they won, I believe, right? Yeah, the third game they won. And that remember that guy um, Kuznetsov. He he st- he like scored a goal and then he did like that bird celebration. Yes. He was like flapping his arms. Yes. Okay, like, okay, buddy, yeah. listen. <laughs> it's it's not it, you know it's like you know when the Falcons in the Super Bowl were celebrating. Yeah. And, and then I was like, I don't know if you should do that to Tom Brady. Exactly. You don't really show another team like the champs. You don't show them up. No. And like Kuznetsov was like trying to show us up. Yeah. Like on our ice, and it didn't work. It, it didn't really work out for them. No, not so, at all. Like you know, I don't think that it's real wise to like show the. It, I mean, it's different if if that if the team you're playing against is like uh, has something to prove. Yeah, but th- we don't. We've no. already proved it, and yeah. you just don't do that. And I I heard that the Penguins were not real thrilled with that celebration. It kind of pissed them off, like inside. Yeah. And, you know, that guy had a terrible game seven. He didn't even show up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he was on the roster. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, Kessel Kessel has some fire. Yeah, he, he was pissed the other night, huh? Yes, he he is. He, I think Kessel. Hey, there was a baby named after him here. Like, like In Pittsburgh, like, they named a baby, the baby Kessel. What do you mean? Is his like name? They, that's what they named it, like Baby Kessel. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, yeah, yeah, and it's like dressed like head to toe in like Penguins gear and stuff. Oh, it was like God. born like the day of Game Two or something. Oh my lord! See, <laughs> I, 
I don't think Kessel understands like where he's playing hockey. These are crazy people. Yeah. My like Pittsburghers are nuts. Dude. My favorite thing on the internet are the Phil Kessel memes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's like yeah. Phil Kessel, and it has some kind of like quote. Is but uh, he didn't say it. You know what I mean? No, no. no like, but like you see the video where they're like, like they play like the Hulk Hogan theme song, like I'm a real American. Yeah. And then like they show like hot dogs and like yeah, <laughs> vote for Phil. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's really yeah, he's a funny. funny. He's like a really funny guy. I mean, like, I, Phil Kessel's the guy you want to like hang out with. And I think the thing about Phil Kessel is he's really excited about being on a real winning team. Yeah. And and he was like, he like won a cup, which is great. And wait, wait now I have a question because I'm a little yeah. ignorant. Was that did 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 he win the cup his first year with with the Penguins? Correct. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's he was like, hey, listen, that's really cool. Um, there's a reason I get paid eight million. Yeah. Um, just give me the puck and I'm gonna shoot it. That's unreal. That, that's what he does. If I could shoot a puck like Phil Kessel, I'd be making eight million. Yeah. He can shoot a puck like basically. There, there's five guys in the league, five six guys that can like. They're a little different than anybody, everybody else in terms of being able to shoot the puck. Okay. He's one of them. Who are the others? Like Ovechkin, for sure. Um, Malkin, sometimes. Um, Stamkos. Tyler um, Tyler Sagan in Dallas can really shoot it. Yeah. Um, so there's they... just a few guys that are like true snipers, man. Like, they're, they're just different. You know, they yeah. shoot the puck different. Yeah. And Kessel has one of those shots where it's, you know, it's just like you don't want to, you can't even see it. Yeah. Well, the puck comes off his stick like it's so fast. Yeah. Like his, I loved his goal in the last game, the well, where we won 1 yeah. 0, where he shot the puck, it bounced back to him off of an, yeah. off of an, off of a senator, and he just shoots it again. Yeah. I mean, just, the, and we were talking about this another show, like, you know, greatness is being able to do things really fast. Yeah, at different speeds. Yeah, so, you know, like that's like Crosby's thing. Yes. You know, he can make really amazing plays in a split second. He has that ability. Kessel has that ability as well where he shoots the puck, it gets blocked by a senator, comes straight back to him, and he just knows I'm just going to shoot it again. Like there's yes. not even like a second thought about it. No. He doesn't try to pass it or regroup. He just shoots it again and it goes, I'm in the net. Yeah, like Kessel's game is just just shoot. Yeah, yeah. Just shoot the puck. Like he's basically worthless to us if he doesn't shoot the puck. Yeah, yeah. Just shoot. That's a, we we're gonna pay you eight million dollars. Just shoot the puck. Just shoot the puck as hard as he can. Yeah, that's that's all he needs to do. <laughs> that's what it says in his contract. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's what Mario told him. Like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there there was a show on last night. It was like. Uh, it was like uh, NHL. It was called the Game Changers, and they put like Jonathan Taze, Crosby, Bobby Orr, Gretzky, and Mary Lemieux at a table. You know what? I saw I saw a a, a clip. Oh man, it was good. I it was it was just awesome. I saw a clip. Um, they uh, my uh, Doc um, Emmerich asked um, Lemieux about how the cup the got cup got got it in his pool. Yeah, I, I saw a clip on Facebook. Isn't that the best? Man, can you imagine? Like they won the Stanley Cup and literally threw it in a pool. Yeah, and then tried to get it from the bottom, and they broke. And it. they broke, and they broke the top. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Like Mary Lemieux, everybody. You know, just I just like blowing it out. I do have to say, there is something really special about the fact that there is only one cup. Yeah, that's cool, you know, isn't it? The Steelers have six Lombardi trophies, and if you go to the the offices, they're there. They have six trophies. Yeah. Each team gets their own trophy. Plus, Correct. well, this is the same in hockey. Every player gets their own little version of the Stanley Cup or the Lombardi Trophy. But it's it's cool to know that in 92, in 91 and 92, when Lemieux rose the cup or, you know, put the cup above his head, it's mm -hmm. the same cup that Crosby put Correct. above. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's the same That's one. That's what's great about it. That's yeah. why it's like such an emotional thing. Like, it's pretty neat, man. Like, you, you, Have you been to Toronto to the Hall of Fame? No, we're going to go. Okay, so the, the Hall of Fame is, is a lot of – it's very interesting. Okay. Um, it's, you know, obviously 
Hall of Fames are about like tradition and, and th- those kinds of things. But the Hall of Fame is in an underground mall. Okay. And it's it's very interactive now. They have like a when, last time I was there, they had like a replica, like a recreation of the Montreal Canadiens like uh, locker room in like the fifties. Oh wow! And you could like sit in there, and they had like all the names. This is really neat, right? And then the last part you go to is the the Great Hall, and that's where the trophies are. The original Lord Stanley of Preston, like the the actual bowl, yeah, is there behind like a bulletproof glass, and the you know the Art Ross Trophy and the Hart Trophy, they're all there. And then like a, a replica cup is there, so you could take a picture with it. Sure. Oh, okay. Um. And then the real cup that, you know, it travels most days of the year. And um, obviously the, the team gets it and stuff like that. So yeah. it, it, the, the Hall of Fame is awesome. You could spend a good six hours in there. Well, you just, know. Just walking around and hanging out. I love it. I, I've been there six times, five yeah. times. Now that I'm going to be back in Pittsburgh, I mean, there's all these opportunities for us to go to the Hall of Fame, to go to away games, especially if we're in the cup with Nashville. You know, just be able to do stuff. You know, I, I'm kind of looking forward um, to that. You know, just sure, being able to, stuff. yeah, I mean, because here, well, hey, there's a lot to do in New York City, okay, but as far as, I mean, I, I never go to Connecticut, I never go upstate, like, there's this person I know right now, she's like, oh, I was like, hey, what's going on, and she was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm headed upstate with this guy that I'm dating, I'm like, oh, you're going upstate, and I was like, ah, that's okay. You know, but 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 he has a car, so it's easy for them to just kind of jump in the car and, and and like go. But if I wanted to go upstate, I'd have to either take a train or I'd have to rent a car. You know, and yeah. it's just it's just. But when you when you live not in a big city, like in we're we're gonna be up 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 uh, you know up in Mars. You know, I'm gonna I'll have a car eventually, and we'll just be able yeah. to go and like do stuff. What what year did you move to New York? In eleven or twelve? Twelve. Okay, so. You know, basically for five years, you haven't driven. No, I've only I've only driven when I was home. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset about it. Yeah, I mean, there was a good period where I hadn't, I hadn't been, like, behind the wheel of a car in six months or something. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Maybe even longer. And, but honestly, you kind of, you like, forget about it because here you just don't need, need a car. So, That's true. I I would I don't I don't know. I, I guess I can't say I'd miss it if I don't know. But but like driving is like a big part of my life. Like, yeah, and, I, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I love driving as well. But but when you move here and and you 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 get your life going and stuff, there's just not there's really no there was there's been no day in the past five years living in New York where I thought, man, I wish I had a car. Right. There hasn't been one day because having a car here is a nightmare. Yeah, I believe you. Now, if you live in Brooklyn or you live in Upper Manhattan, it's not so much of a big deal because it's there's a lot of parking, it's more residential, but even where I live near Columbia and especially lower, it's too expensive to park. There's nowhere to park on the street. You know, when I say park like like in a garage, there's it's very hard to find a place to park on the street. Actually, I had a friend come from Brooklyn. He has a car. He he came to visit me the other day, and he found a place on the street. I couldn't, like, believe it. Really? Yeah, but that's risky, though. Yeah, it is. Because you just don't know. And how long no. are you going to drive? How long are you going to be like George Costanza driving around? I mean, you sent me a picture of that guy in a red Lamborghini driving around Manhattan the other day. You know what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was yesterday. There was a guy in a convertible red Lamborghini driving in Midtown. I that's have- strong. It is strong, but in a way, the car is useless here because he can only go five miles per hour. Well, maybe that's his idea. You know, just look cool. He He just wants to look cool. Well, that's kind of why you buy one. Yeah. Nobody really, like, uh, nobody's really driving. A Lambo, like, how it it should be? Yeah, like, those cars are, 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 they want to go fast. Like, even my car, man, like, if you're going, like, 30 miles an hour... The car is like you're holding it back. You can yeah. kind of feel that it just wants to go. Yes, and, and it's just it's not right for it. Like yeah. that, that's why like you can't drive it in traffic. Man. Yeah, and even though they're very different vehicles, Mercedes are like that as well. Like when I'm in my mom's car and I'm only going thirty to forty, 
I can feel like it really wants to go much faster. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? It just really hey, I wants saw your, to. I saw your mom at Ruth's Chris. Yeah. Yeah. She she texted me. That were, so, were you like, what the heck? You were there with, you're celebrating your mom's birthday? Yeah. Okay. And then my, I don't even know. Why was my mom there? Who was she, I don't even remember. I think she was just having a dinner, man. Yeah, I think she was just probably like blowing it out. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, are they celebrating um anything? And I was like, well, it is Mother's Day tomorrow. Yeah. I was me- like, it could be Mother's Day, but they frequent Ruth's Chris quite often. It's like kind of like going to Red Robin for me. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> It could, be, could be just a night, uh, just a, hey, we're hungry, let's go to Ruth's Crest. No, totally, and, and you know, like, any time we have anything to celebrate, even mildly, we go to Ruth to Ruth's Crest. That's just our our place to go, and... And we had a good um, server, like yeah. a waitress, Yeah. and we, we, we I, I noticed that she was um, working my table and your mom's table. Do you remember her name? And, Roxanne or something? Oh, okay. No. Well, we usually try to get Mary. Uh, okay. But she's not always working, so, like, but she's our... She was very good. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm. did they ask you for, you know... Uh, so, anyway, to our listeners, we, we, we talked about this before, but, you know, we had a very interesting experience at, at Ruth's Chris, where we were definitely dealing with the B-team servers, mm-hmm. and they were very confused about why we wanted to order what we wanted to order and i was at a steakhouse last night and the joke <laughs> i texted jason i was at a steakhouse and he goes did they ask if you wanted to share a baked potato right because <laughs> i thought maybe that that's like the new thing for steakhouse it's like maybe that's like part of the questioning exactly i like just thought that was so funny maybe that's just the protocol now yeah whatever <laughs> But I saw Chris and Danielle and um, Lawrence. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty. It was probably a a, a Mother's Day dinner. Yeah, I, I, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, they were literally like when I noticed them there, they were literally like their food was like being served to them. Yes. So I I, I just said hi quickly because I like I don't like to be bothered when I'm eating. Yeah, sure. No, that's that's cool. That, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, because you know what? If, if so, that was what a Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday night. Yeah, because if Chris and Danielle were there, you know, they live up in Erie still. So they might have wanted to do the dinner Saturday so they can go back on Sunday because they have to work and go to school on Monday, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, and they finally got a new place. And I don't even – actually, I have no idea where their new new place is, but it's somewhere, I think, off of like 79, you know, south of like Pittsburgh. So they'll be moving there at some point. And so that's all settled and done and – and then next, yeah, it was good. It was, it was a good, uh, it was a good night. Yeah, and then next week I will descend upon Mars and. Yeah, man, we got to do something. Oh uh, yeah, once once everything is there, like you know it, everything, because they're not going to be delivering until the twenty fourth or the twenty sixth. So I get back on the twenty second. Like let's say I drive all day Monday, and I get to Pittsburgh on the on the twenty second. Well, I won't. I won't go to Mars right away because I, I can't sleep there yet. So we'll probably just go to Fox Chapel. And then yeah. the next day I'll bring everything up. But um, but their, 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 their delivery window is the 24th through the 26th. So my, my stuff might not even be in Pittsburgh till the 26th. So uh, we'll just see. But once everything's in there... We're gonna celebrate, man. We're gonna go and go to Sensi's. Yeah, I was driving past your house the other day. Yeah, I saw a nice-looking female that happens to be your neighbor. Oh, that's nice. I'm gonna... I rolled down my window. I was like, "Just wait till next week." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna have to get friendly with the neighbors. I I, I want to get to know them because the the thing about here, I only know like one of my 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 neighbors. That's insane. I never know anybody because people move in and out. Like the person across from me, I've been here. I've been in this apartment for four years. I've had four neighbors. Every year, it's someone new. Yeah. And I don't even get. I don't even get to know them. I don't know their names. You know. And New York is weird, man. People just keep to themselves. But like, I was over your your townhouse a few. You know, last month and. Yeah, and there were people like walking their dogs and stuff, and like waving and saying hello. I'm like, oh <laughs> man, this is gonna be nice to have. Like, 
be around like friendly people, people. People like socialize, dude. Yeah, New York is weird. <laughs> people in New York are afraid you're gonna like I don't know attack them or something. No, it's a very weird city. It's eight. It's eight. Know, it's eight million people, and you don't know any of them. Why? Right, it's so weird. It's it's very strange. It's a strange town. Well, you'll be back soon. Yep, things are going to to happen in Pittsburgh. I'm so excited, dude. I, I'm just I'm like ready. I, I got to tell you, I was talking to my superintendent because you know I, I have to coordinate the move and everything with mm-hmm. with him because you know there's a big freight ele- um, um, elevator and I have to reserve it, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. And I was down in his office in the basement. And he asked me why. See, I know that I I have to move back. You know, but this decision yeah. this decision was made quickly, and I st- I've had some feelings about it. Like you know, I love being in New York. I love my apartment, but I so I've I've been a little back and forth, right? And mm-hmm. I I know it's the right decision, but you know how you have to kind of internally it needs to feel like the right decision. So I'm talking yeah, to yeah, you have to accept it. Yeah, right. I I have to accept it, right? Like internally. So I'm talking to my to my super, and he goes, "Well, why why are you moving?" And I said, you know, to be close to, to my family. And he was like, that is the best reason of all time. He's yeah. he's from like Montenegro or something. Really? Yeah. And he he just said that every day he wishes he could be closer to his family there. And he was like, I shouldn't have memories of my family. I should be with my family. And he goes, I'm he goes, I'm praying for a vacation so I could go see them. I feel bad for him. Me too. And I, I left there and I felt so good. And I was almost crying. I'm not even joking. Because I thought this guy is so far from his family. And in a couple weeks, I'm going to be moving back close to mine. Yeah, it's, it's the right thing. Yeah. And it's just, it, I, it, it made me feel really good. Like this is, yeah. this is the right move. Like I've made yeah. the right decision. This is the right move. I finally kind of reconciled with the fact that it's time it's time to make a change and be close to family i think it's a good idea but yeah and camila oh my god she was away for a month she's like a yeah. different person because well, you know, like for a baby a month is like a year like yeah because <laughs> they grow so quickly in that first couple years of their lives you know i mean she's walking now like when I was with her before she went to California and before I came back to New York to pack, Camila was walking, but she, but crawling was really her main mode of transportation. Right. She would take a couple steps and like fall on her butt and like crawl. But she was just in California for a month and they were in Disneyland. She was walking everywhere. Just really walking and she was walking through the airport waving to people, "Hi." Like she's not talking yet, but she's saying like little things. Like, yeah. like she was watching TV and Camila went, oh, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, kept, she kept going, oh, no. And it's just like, oh, my God. She's like saying, oh, no. Uh, it's, right. just, it's just really interesting. And like she hums and uh, she's just so different. You know, she's bigger. I cannot wait to see her. I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Well, well yep. So, one, more, one more weekend, dude. And uh, go have some fun and just. Just do your thing. That's right. So I am going to go uh, meet up with my mom and sister wherever they are. I think they're going to go over to Madison or Fifth Avenue and do some shopping. Yeah, well, hit the Zany store and then you know yeah. what I like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about stopping by like Paul and Shark, seeing, seeing if they have anything on sale. <laughs> you know, because you know, I have a yacht apparently. Right. I'm actually, Listen, yeah. Paul and Shark stuff is really obscene. It is. Like it's the one sportswear company that's more obscene than like Xenia. Yeah. I mean if you if you routinely wear Paul and Shark, there's something wrong <laughs> with you. Like I have a few pieces. Yeah. But like actually Yeah, it I'm actually wearing Paul and Shark shorts right now, but like they just look like khaki shorts. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like the tamest of their of their apparel. It's like their entry level uh, Yeah. Sports yeah, yeah. Like, like, like there's no like you know nautical flags on it or big pollen shark with like a, a yacht on it or anything. <laughs> no, no. If I was gonna buy something pollen shark, 
I would get something that said it like real big. Yes. Yeah. Like like across my back. <laughs> yes. And they like, and they sell uh, jackets with like Paul and Shark on it, really big, and they have like a nautical flag on it and stuff. Yeah, that's that's what I'd go for. Yeah, I mean, it's really kind of obscene, but it's an Italian guy who. It's an Italian designer who started an American yachting label. Isn't that the best? Because it's really not Italian. It's Italian made, but it's really for it's it's really I th- I think at least catered to the American um, aesthetic. To me, that's how I feel. The clothes don't look I'm Italian. To no, me. they're not for like little boys. No, they're they're for like like I the fact that I can wear their their clothing just. Lets you know that they're really building it for a bigger guy, like like a full sized guy, not like. Hey, hey, listen, I can't wear Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss, I don't know who those clothes are for, but they're not for me. They don't they don't make anything in like in my size. Yeah, and even like Armani and stuff, it's it's built little, like for like little like like Italian guys. Hey, you know what? I went to um, I went to uh, Dick's the other like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, um, I just wanted to buy some like casual stuff, a couple polos maybe. Yeah. I wear these like Under Armour like dry fits. Yeah. Where they're just like super comfortable and like you don't really sweat through them or anything like that. And I go there and then you start looking around at different stuff and I pick, I bought two pairs of shorts and then I bought a polo. Okay. Uh, and then I was looking at, um, some of the guys at work, instead of wearing like wool trousers, they wear... Um, like they look like dress pants, but they're like golf pants. Yes, and they're just yeah. really cool, and it's a good idea. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll pick up a few of those. Sure, right. So I go, and the golf pants are like a hundred and ten dollars. Yes, they are. They are not. And I'm are, like, hey, listen, they are not for cheap. Dollars for thirty more dollars, I'll get a nice pair of dress pants. Yes, that are wool and will last me forever. Yeah, yeah. And then I try on some of these polos. Like, at Under Armour, I can wear a large. Yeah. Nike, I need an extra large. Yeah, Nike is built... Um, it's not, for little boys. Yeah, Nike, even their shoes aren't sized properly. I don't understand it. It's, like, like it's the weirdest stuff. Like, I went through Nordstrom the other day to... Um, I got my mom a purse for, for her birthday. Okay. okay. So I went and got a purse there, okay? And I'm going through the sportswear. The Burberry shirt, shirts, like I picked up a large, it would fit like Camila. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, w- when did this become like, like, is everybody like on Coke? Yeah. Like, is everybody anorexic? It's like, like meth addicts. Yeah. What, what, what is going on? Like, I don't know, but uh, it, it's true. Like, um, Burberry, I used to buy their polos. I think they are now way overpriced. Yeah, um, I agree. I used to buy them when they were like eighty or ninety dollars a a, a a shirt. Now they're over a hundred. They're like a hundred and ten a polo. Yeah, it's insane. And I'm like, I I think that's okay. I think I'll get like five Nordstrom brand polos for that price or something. Yeah, you're you gonna know? like price. Yeah, like I, I don't really need to have a Burberry polo. I just sometimes like to have something other than Brooks Brothers and like Ralph yeah. Lauren. So. You know, I'll, I'll get something different, but not for $110, not per polo. Right. That, that, that's ridiculous. No, it doesn't you know? make sense. No, that's just stupid. That, that, that's too much money. But you're right, though. I have to try everything on these days because you just never know. And, and everything at Brooks Brothers now, it's all this Regent cut, which is like slim fit. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm like, listen, do you, have, do you have like traditional fit for like a real person? Like, can I? <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, well, we have a few over here. I'm like, just give me one of each, okay? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, like, it's it's at the point now where if you find something in your size, you just buy, you just, like, buy them all. You just buy all, all of it. Like, I'll, I'll just take yeah. them all. How many extra, how many extra larges do you have? Like, just, just <laughs> yeah. give them to me. Yeah, my brother came home, you know, for, for Mother's Day, or my mom's birthday. Yeah. And, like, you know, he, like, weightlifts and stuff. He, he's, like, huge. Yes. I'm, I'm like, how do you find clothes? Yeah. Like, where do you go? He's like, yeah, it's real weird. Yeah. You know, he has 20-inch arms and stuff now. He's like a monster. That's in, that's incredible. 
Yeah, he's huge. Good. He, he walked into the bar and like nobody would like come around. Like, no. like they were like scared. <laughs> that's like good for him though because that's always been my my goal. Before my uh, surgery, I was trying to get you know some muscle, but. When you're an opera singer, you, you can't be too muscular because then you get, like, too tight. You, yeah. have, you have to keep the body loose. But I wanted to, you know, get some muscle, right? But then after the surgery, I'm just a big flab of fat now. I'm so lazy. Well, I, well we're going to have, like, a little gym in your house. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna put a – I'm going to – half of my utility room is going to be storage, and the other half is going to be a little gym. Yeah, we'll just – we'll do it, like, three nights a week. Exactly. And, we'll, uh, we'll, and we'll make it a point. Yeah, but like now that I th- I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm healed by now. My surgery was in January, so I think I'm I'm good. Uh, but I've I've been afraid to lift things like weights and stuff because you know I didn't want to blow the uh, surgery. But I think I'm I think I'm able to do it now, and I want to start to lift again. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, what are you, what are you gonna do for the rest of of the day? Well, I'm just honestly I'm paying some bills. Yeah. Taking care of business. And, um, well, this, I had an interesting morning. This morning, I'm like laying in bed. and So I became a notary, okay? Yeah, I saw but that, I, yeah. Okay, but I have to go to the courthouse to the prothonotary to get, like, authorized. Okay. I have until June 3rd to do such, to do that. So what I wanted to do was go this morning and then... Um, come home, pay some bills, and just hang out. Okay. And then I got a call, and they were like, we need to get your computer. We need something for Google Analytics and all this. And I'm like, well, that's attached to, like, my personal email, and it's, like, not saved. It's hard to get to. So I went downstairs to get my car to go to work for 10 minutes to give access to these to this stuff. Well, I brought home this 1976 Mercedes SL convertible. Okay. That I've been thinking about buying. Okay. Um, so I go in, in my garage. I drove it home last night. It was fine. I go downstairs today, and the car won't start. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And my Lexus is at the at the dealership, and the Lamborghini is the batteries in the, in the front. And then Mercedes, the batteries in the back. So I can't reach it. You can't. You can't use the Lambo to a jump it. Well, I, I mean, technically I could, but I prefer not to. Yeah. So I had this neighbor that was across the street. I never even talked to him in my life. He's gardening. Yeah. I'm like, uh, he's kind of my age. I was like, hey, buddy. He's like, hey. He's like, what's up? I was like, nothing. I was like, I kind of explained it to him. He was like, yeah, I'll help you out. So he comes over, and then we jump it, and it didn't. It didn't work. Oh. So I'm like, oh man, and he 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 kind of like didn't didn't really know much like about cars. Yeah. So I just said, all right, I appreciate it. Thank you. If if I need something, I'll come over. He's like, I'll take you to work. And I was like, no, no, I'll get a ride. No big deal. So I got back in the car like ten minutes later. I put the car into gear. Like I threw it into gear, and I and it started. What do you mean? You like you just put it into like neutral or? Like I put it into like sport. Like I, I put it into like a gear. Like a drive gear, and it started. And then he was like, "What? Well, how'd you do that?" I was like, "I, I don't know." I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> so I I drove to work, put the top. It was a convertible. I had to put the top back on because it might rain today. Yeah. I picked up my car and I, I went to work for a half hour and came back. Huh. It was like really weird, but like I want to get that checked out. I, it might just be, um, it's an old car, so it's gonna have a, a couple little things. But this is a white red convertible. That only has sixty nine thousand miles, and it's it's you know it's over forty years old. Wait, 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 wait! It only has sixty nine thousand miles. Yes, and it's, it's a nineteen seventy six. Yeah, it's so cool. That's unbelievable. Who owned it's, it? This guy, guess, and he traded it in, and guess where he's from? Huh? Aliquippa. Oh, your hometown. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, that is really it's like meant to be. Uh, but, so did, so like, he just gotta, never drove it. He, 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 no, his wife made him trade it in on a new SUV, Lexus. Yeah, but, but what I mean is he only has 69,000 miles on, on it. Yeah, like, he, he was like, no, I, I don't really drive it much. And I was like, well, good, because that's good for me. Yeah. So we safety checked it, and it needs, like, some brake pads and a couple rear, rear shots. Like, nothing big, just, like, little things. Yeah. And, um, 
mechanically it's a really nice car. Um, so I was like, I got to drive this thing. So last night I took it home from work and drove it here and put the top down. It has a hard top and a soft top. Wow. And I, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm in a 76 Benz. I feel like uh, American gigolo here. Listen, that gear. you should get that man. We could just drive uh, around cool. Mars in it. Oh, it's such a cool car, dude. Oh, I, 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 I hope that you uh, pick it up. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Well, if, I got approved for a loan. I, 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 uh, applied for a, a, a secured loan because it's such an old car. You can't get a regular auto loan. Sure. So I, I, and they approved me. So I, I just gotta see what's up with this issue from this morning, and if I get that taken care of, I, I'm gonna buy it. I think. Wow. Yeah, just for fun. I, I could have. It's the a, Lexus, the Mercedes, and the Lambo. It's a weekender. Yeah, it's like an ice cream car. Yeah, I have a neighbor. He has, I don't know what, a new something that, you know, this is a neighbor in Pittsburgh uh, where, yeah. my, where, my, where my mom lives. When he goes right. to work in the morning, he has like, I don't know, some regular new sedan something. But then on the weekends, he's always in this two-door Benz I'm, I'm convertible. Yeah. He has a, he has a weekender. And I, he, he, I see him at the country club in it. He's there eating. He's there golfing. And he's in his he's he's in his weekender car. Isn't that the best? Yeah. And it, it's an old it's an old Mercedes convertible, like not a new one. It's like a 1980s or maybe even maybe even late late 70s. And I it's my it's my dream car. Like if you don't get it, I'm gonna get it. This is basically what's gonna ha- um, happen. I've always wanted an old Mercedes convertible, like 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 weekender car. Right. That's been my, like, dream. I just think it's, like, the coolest thing. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, man. I just, uh, you know, when you come when you come home, we'll take a cruise in the new Benz. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, man. We could, we could, uh, we'll park in front of your new neighbor's house or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for her to come out. She, she, she's going to see that, that Yukon XL Denali that I have to drive and think that I have, like, four kids. That's, dude, that, you got to get rid of that because... It literally looks like you're transporting uh, like a t-ball team. Yes, I, like, I. As soon as I decide on my employment, and I get some kind of paycheck, the goal is to use that to get a car. You know what I mean? To put as much towards my rent as I can, and to yeah. get and to, and to get a vehicle. Yeah. I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be a Benz or a Lexus. It could be whatever. Or maybe I can just get like a used Lexus or a used Benz or, or something. You know, not doesn't have to be new. Does it can be whatever. But the suburban is big. That car is just too big. But hey, I'm lucky that, that I'm gonna have wheels, and I appreciate my mother letting me take it for however long I need it. But at the end of yeah. the day, I have to have my own vehicle. That's my mom's car. That's the only car that Luke can like get like get in and out of and. Like I said, yeah. like I said, I think I don't know if I said this in on the podcast or if, if we were talking about this, but I was home once and you know my the Benz that I had before is gone and I was somewhere. I think you and I were out. We were out downtown or something and I had the uh, Denali. My mom calls me, there's something wrong with Luke. He's throwing up and they have to take him to the vet and I had to go home cuz I had the a car. Oh yeah. You know that he can fit in and it's 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 not a big deal. It's just you know, I want my own thing. If I have a job, like, like, what if I get a job, like, like at the dealership, and she calls me in the middle of the day and says, "Luke is sick. I have to take him to the vet." I can't just like yeah. leave work. No, you, you. What you need is a sports car. Exactly. I need something you, that's. You are an able-bodied thirty-three-year-old man. Yeah. Like, I need like. You're, you're gonna need a sports car. Yeah. Yeah. I need something sporty and you know for me and I don't have any kids. Let me tell you, you need to enjoy having the time to be able to enjoy like a sports car yeah before like you get like married up and they're like you can't have that anymore exactly because you need like you get a minivan or something you're gonna be like oh it's like larry like larry really should just get a honda odyssey but he won't do it he won't get a minivan and it's okay it's balls yes it's okay and i don't think marissa (laughs) wants one either like, like I don't. No. no one's, no one, no one's pressuring him to get a minivan. But if you look at his situation logically, like that would be the yeah. way to go. Basically, but... like if I if I meet a girl, there's a few few like prerequisites. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. One of the questions is like, like, are you gonna be able to like 
am I, are you going to like tell me what I have to drive? Yeah. <laughs> and like how I'm going to spend my money. Yeah. Well, that's, because that's a deal breaker for me. Like if you're going to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to have a baby and uh, you're going to have to get rid of that uh, Lamborghini. Yeah. Well, I would have, you know what? Like you're going to be like a single mom. I, I, but Jason, that's, <laughs> that's probably how, how it's, it's going to go. Cause yeah. like, if you have a baby, that Lambo could pay for their college, you know, yeah. like yeah. that's what your wife is going to think. Like that, Listen. that Lambo is a, is a, is a trust fund waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, that's just scary. <laughs> It's like one of the. It's it's really holding me back to socially. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would have the opposite effect. I, <laughs> it really just holds me back. Well, you want to know something? I thought when I had that C class, it was going to be like a chick magnet. But I have to tell you something. If a if a if a young woman sees a young guy in a C class, he probably is married with a kid because he's like successful like already. Sometimes I, I I think if you show up kind of a little beat, they go, oh, wow, he's probably single. He's a little – I'm disheveled. I can fix him. I can make him better, you know, because women want to fix you. You know, like, like they want to – they want like a fixer-upper. Like they want to change you, you know. They want to tell you like what to do and how to this and how to that, you know. And if you already look really like like, like put together, there's no challenge there, you know. Yeah, I, I was thinking maybe this, this Mercedes will do the trick like – it's it's like a nice car, but it, it's like old. Maybe that's like all I can afford. Like the, exactly. that's the newest thing I can get. Yeah. Oh, like like you you you're you're doing so poorly that if you want a Benz, you have to go back to the 1970s just to afford yeah. one. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> we, that's my secret plan. We should go buy like two like really cheap cars and just drive them around and see see what we could get. Screw these expensive cars. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's get some like real like like beaters, like real like beat up vehicles, like little rust. Maybe maybe one of those cars where like the the door is a different color than than the rest of the car. <laughs> Dude, like we should get like we should get like Honda Civics that are like eight different colors with like, a big wing on the back. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, listen, this this is like that's like a car you get in, like high school you now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll put like a big like muffler on the back. Yeah. And be like, yeah, this is like, this is us, dude. This, this is like, this is how we roll now. This is how we roll. Yeah, that's the plan. Hey, I got to tell you something, though. The Toyota Camry, I was impressed with that vehicle. That's I, a nice car. That was the last rental I, I had, and I was super impressed with, and you know, and that was just a standard one. You know, that's not, I mean, that's a rental, so it's not going to have any bells and, and whistles. And I got to tell you something. I was impressed with the Toyota Camry. I never thought I would, I would say that. And um, it was this car. I mean, it's just like a Honda Accord. You know? Yeah, it's, nice car. it's a sturdy vehicle. Uh, it it you know like it's better than that Nissan Versa that I had that I thought was going to fall apart. I didn't think that car was going to make it from Philly to a, to a Pittsburgh. No, no. But but I felt like I could drive the Camry for five hundred thousand miles. I was worried. I was like, is he going to make it? Yeah, I didn't think I I didn't think that that Versa like when I showed up in Philly and she goes, all we have left is a Nissan Versa. My first question was, "What's a Nissan Versa, and yes. and do you have a golf cart available? Because I think that might be faster." Yes. We hey we we got golf carts at the dealership now. Oh, so you can like dart around to the upper lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, man. Hey, listen. I, come check it out. Yeah, I am definitely going to do it. Hey, I'm going to go uh, find my sister and mom. Okay, buddy. And see where they are in the city. And hey, thanks for joining me today for the last show from New York. The final show. Next week's yeah. show. Next week's show, which will be pre recorded. Uh, I've actually already um, recorded it. I just did like a solo really? show. Yeah, I, I'm. it's like a thank you show. Oh, good. Instead of doing a best of, I decided to do like a, a thank you to New York show where I kind of go down the list of everyone who's helped me here and my teachers and my friends and, you know, all the good times that I had. And so I've already recorded it. That'll be TMPS 42. Thank you, New York. It'll come out next week. And because um, there's no way next week we'll be able to do a show. I mean, maybe, maybe, but it's... Well, listen, if we can, it'll just be a bonus to all the people out there. Exactly. But 
I, I didn't even know if we could do a show today. Like, I was thinking, oh, my God, I have so much to do, and Danielle's here, well, and my mom's here, but I'm glad that we were happen. able to do it. Yeah. I'm glad Listen, that we were able to do it. We do what we can. Exactly. The, our, our listeners need – they, like, need us. They do. Like, it's almost like – it's just part of, like, our routine now. Yeah. But but guess what? When I get back and I and we built, put the studio together, we're going to have four microphones. Yeah. So, it's going to be great. We're going to have guests. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna ship a bigger at the, uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna uh, ship um, a bigger mixer home. Back, I'm I'm to Pittsburgh, and another microphone, and we're literally. I'm gonna put a coffee table in the room with a couch and attach the 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 microphones to the coffee table, so you can just sit on the couch and just be on the show. So yeah, I think it, that's a great idea. It'll be like Howard Stern. I love it. Yeah, and so you could be on the show. Cam could be on the show. Stephanie could be on the show. Anyone who anyone who has that evening or day off can come and just be on the show. That's exciting. Yeah, it'll be like like it'll be like um, Howard, where you have Howard and Robin and Fred and you know a Jackie when he was there, Artie Lang when he was there. You know, just whoever wants to be on the show, and it'll just be like a hangout. It'll just be like let's He's just already gone off the show. Who? Artie. Oh, he's he's been off the show for 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 years. Why is that? Uh, he 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 started doing heroin again and shit. Are you serious? Yeah, he's listen. Ugh. Artie Lang should be really famous, like really famous. But he's, he's like not. He's not because he likes heroin. Yeah, it's, it's it's not cool. Okay, and it's really hard when you like heroin to get really successful because <laughs> you just end up hey. sleeping most of the day. I- I now know what we're going to title this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the title. That's the title. It's hard to be successful if you're on heroin. The, hey, you know what? Every show, one of us says something that becomes oh, that's the, the best. <laughs> oh. oh, that's just beautiful. All right, man. Listen, you have a good day. I'm going to go find my mom. All right, buddy. Have a good one. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Later, buddy. Boy. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Remember, you can check us out at tmpspodcast.com. Email the show at themichaelpinchakshow at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you need a Lexus, there's only one place to go in Pittsburgh, and it's Lexus of North Hills at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA, 15090. Go see my friend and co-host Jason Mocha. You can call him up at 724-940-1400 or email him directly at jmocha, M-O-K-A, at lexusofnorthhills.com. And if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you need any custom tailoring, there's only one place to go, and that is Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street in Butler, PA, 16001. Call them up at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. If you need any photography, look up Sarah Miller at www.thisissarahmiller.com. Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H. Sarah Miller Photography for family, wedding, fashion, and commercial photography. Listen, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week from Mars on the Michael Papinchak Show.